joining me for another bite-sized snooker social podcast, bringing you the news and previews in under 10 minutes. I'm Martin, and you can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and most providers. So what a week of snooker in China, where Judd Trump has won the international championship with a 10-3 victory over the magician, Sean Murphy. And it really was a return to heavyweight snooker with a heavyweight lineup in the latter stages of the event. And for a number of the top stars, it was their first appearance of the new season. And on that note, I'd like to begin by acknowledging Mark Allen's defence of what was his international championship trophy. For me, Mark Allen was the player of the, the certainly the early rounds, disposing of some very tricky opponents with relative ease, such as Matt Davis, Ali Carter, and China's number one, Ding Junhui. But on Saturday, he came up against a completely rejuvenated Sean Murphy in the semi-finals. The Pistol found himself 6-0 down against the Magician, who had a dream session. Eventually, losing that 9-6 was a, a demonstration of the fighter that the Northern Irishman is. And I really hope that his confidence wasn't hit by what was, quite frankly, one session of snooker in an otherwise excellent week for the world number 7. And as for Sean Murphy, well, I spoke about him in the last podcast uh, with the forthcoming rankings cut off where he was about to lose 75,000 ranking points, which would put his top 16 place in jeopardy. So how fitting it was to see Sean earn exactly 75,000 points as the runner-up on Sunday. And just to hammer home the importance of that, the winner of any of the Home Nations events this season, and that's the winner, not even the runner-up, will receive just 70,000 points. Uh, so that you know, this international championship is the fourth highest in terms of ranking event prize money and points this season. Only the Worlds, the UK and the China Open offer higher rewards in ranking events. Uh, and what about Judd Trump? He was pretty untouchable this week. I suppose you could go one way or the other after your first world title and the pressure that that brings, even for someone like Judd, who will be well used to the attention as one of these sports superstars uh, already for a number of years. And you know, he's handled it incredibly well, winning this, the international championship, becoming world number one in the process, but it's also easy to forget that he's the current Masters champion too, so the pressure will be on him this season, particularly with an eye on the UK championship in December. Now, this year already has been a very special one for Judd Trump, and he's clearly been working hard as well as I'm sure celebrating hard in the past couple of months. He turns 30 in a few days, so still a young pup in terms of a snooker career, certainly in the current era. And it will be very interesting to see what happens, especially when Ronnie O'Sullivan reintroduces himself to competitive action shortly. And I'll come on to what all that means for forthcoming invitational tournaments. But first, let's look at what's coming up this week. From Thursday, that's the 15th of August, until Sunday, it's the qualifying event for the China Championship. It's coming to you live on the Eurosport player from 10am UK time each day. The qualifiers are being played in that great Chinese city of... Barnsley. I can just see the good people of Guangzhou frantically looking up their lonely planet guides to check up what cultural attractions Barnsley has to offer... Um, I've never been, so I couldn't possibly comment, so maybe someone who's listening could contact me and let me know all about Barnsley, and I'll give it a proper plug next time I'm on. As ever, there are a few matches that have been held over until the event actually reaches China in September, 
but there are still some tasty looking attractions amongst the 58 matches that are all being played this week over the best of nine frames. And I'm going to focus this week on some of the players with new two-year tour cards who have yet to get off the mark. Now, it's still very early days, but these guys will want to get points on the board as quickly as possible. Let's start with the spaceman, Dominic Dale. He's had an unlucky start, losing two deciders. He got his new card thanks to his performance on the one-year list last season after dropping out of the top 64 for the first time in over 20 years. So I'm delighted he's still there, he's one of the game's great characters, but he faces a real stiff test against the European Masters champion and world number 22, Jimmy Robertson. And Andy Hicks is back on the professional tour after an absence of six years, but he hasn't enjoyed the luck of the draws so far, having lost to Luca Brassell and Alan McManus in the first two qualifiers. And the draw hasn't been kind to him this week either, because he's got John Higgins on Friday night. And Fraser Patrick is also a returner to the tour. The Scotsman takes on Robbie Williams, who is still the last player to beat Judd Trump. That's right, Robbie defeated Trump in the last 64 of the China Open. That's not a bad temporary addition to your CV, is it? And for two international tour returnees, the season is just beginning. The Brazilian Igor Figueiredo, he was on Twitter a few days ago showing off his new tip. And his first qualifier back on the tour is on Friday morning against Lu Ning from China, who has just broken into the top 64 for the first time. And the Australian Steve Mifsud, he's a fine player who's been around for many years and it's great to see him getting the opportunity to compete at the top level again. Steve will face Martin O'Donnell on Friday morning. And finally, a very special match. It's the Battle of Barry. But I'm not talking about the Vale of Glamorgan Town, it's actually tour returnee Barry Pinches taking on Barry Hawkins. So that's a small selection of some of the matches happening later this week. But also starting on Thursday is the World Senior Championship. It's coming to you live on Free Sports, which is channel 422 on Sky in the UK and channel 95 on Freeview. Not only will it feature the likes of Stephen Hendry and Jimmy White, but it's also being held at the Crucible Theatre in Sheffield. So a great few days there uh, are in store, no doubt. And after this week, the next professional tour event will be the Invitational Tournament, the Shanghai Masters, in mid-September. And I can confirm that that's happening in Shanghai, not Barnsley. The top 16 players are now confirmed, and Ali Carter has just managed to scrape into the 16th place there, beating off the late challenge of Joe Perry to claim a spot at this highly lucrative event. And I'll be back to look at that event nearer the time. Another interesting outcome from this week is that Judd Trump had, of course, already qualified for November's Champion of Champions tournament. And that means there's now a guaranteed place for the Thai star and reigning shootout champion, Thep Chaya Unnu. It also moves the Women's World Champion, Rianne Evans, one step closer to being invited. And look, I think that's pretty much a certainty to happen now. Now, before I finish up, I'd like to thank John Townsend who provided the new theme tune for the Snooker Social Bite Size podcast which you heard at the beginning and you'll hear again at the end. So thanks very much John for that. You can see John's website link which is available in the profile for this podcast. And I'd also like to give credit to some of the important sources that I use. They're so important to me and to so many other snooker fans to get good quality, up-to-date facts and stats, snooker.org is an incredible website that I visit on a daily basis to 
stock up on ranking details and to work out what players are potentially moving up or down if they win this or that match. I do love this site and it has an exceptional team of dedicated volunteers. And of course, there's also the very well-known QTracker website headed up by Ron Florax and used by many TV people and some of the players themselves. They're, they are two exceptional websites and very, very important to me and to a lot of people who love this game. Okay, thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. And whether you did or you didn't, please do let me know as I genuinely appreciate all your feedback. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Snooker Social, so please do let me know what you think. And thanks again for listening. Bye-bye.